0: County Digital Talk, A program brought to you by Harvey County Digital, Harvey County Digital Talk, where everything we talk about is the only thing you want to know about local matters that matter. We are the only voice for local public community talk. Our sponsor for this episode is Hall's Tree Service. Locally owned and operated, Hall's Tree Service has been exceeding and surpassing customer demands in Newton and the surrounding area for over 40 years. Larry and his crew are guaranteed to work hard for you. There's no tree too tall, no job too small. Call Halls at 316-772-1919. Remember, there is no tree too tall and there is no job too small. Call Halls at 316-772-1919. That's Larry Hall with Halls Tree Service. Our guest today is Brody Flavin. Uh, Brody was born in Newton and grew up in rural Harvey County. He attended Newton School starting in Walton and graduated from NHS. After high school, he attended Conception-Hutcheson Community College, majoring in fire science, and then later attended Conception Seminary College for a brief time where he studied philosophy. Brody has two children, an 11-year-old daughter and a 6-year-old son. Brody began working as a dispatcher for Harvey County 911 in 2004, later becoming a supervisor in 2014. Some of his duties include working on the incident dispatch team, radio technician training, and he also oversaw the computer-assisted dispatch system and worked on the incident dispatch team. I believe. In April 2021, Brody transitioned to Health Ministries Clinic, where he's now the Halstead Clinic Manager and Safety Officer. Finally, those of you listening to the show from Halstead right now know Brody as one of their Halstead Council members. Welcome to the program, Brody, and thank you for coming on to talk well, with thanks us. Thanks for
1: the invitation. I appreciate it.
0: Um, in the beginning, uh, when I reach out to people to see, if, you know, they'll come on the show and, and do an interview. Uh, I always just try to get a, know a little bit about you, right? Mm-hmm. So we we talk about, you know, something to get an introduction. And you had mentioned something in there that uh, I wouldn't normally put an introduction, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, so I'd just like to to start with 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 the fact that. Uh, when I got this, and it said that you, you have to put in a plug for David Williams and his debate and forensic programs at NHS. He said, out of all the classes I took in high school, the public speaking skills I learned then have done a great deal of good for me. I'll give back to that community when I can by judging tournaments. Oh, absolutely. And I thought, man, you know um, – It's it's always a good thing when somebody can look back on their childhood in Mm. transitional years and be able to give somebody a teacher Especially a shout out because Mm. of some way that they impacted their life still today as an adult down the road, right? You know, and that's an amazing thing and I think that says a lot about your character. Just uh, you know bringing that up Mm. and 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 Tell me about um I'm trying to get my son into debate and forensics. Right. Okay, right. so so maybe maybe I have him watch this interview later or something. But um, what um, what interested you initially in wanting to take that class?
1: It was I I think is more that I needed a class to take I had an elective to fill <laughs> and you know it, it seemed interesting yeah. um, and then so I got into it and it was fun and yeah. y'all sit here and admit that I was not good at any of it. But just having those skills, man, that's paid off so many times over the last, you know, several years with just giving presentations and yeah. a, a professional capacity and things of that nature. Um, it's just a fantastic program. And, and I don't think people realize how important public speaking is just just in business and, and life in general.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I've, I'm a fan of public speaking for some reason to see myself. Uh, uh, when I first met you, okay, we'll call it on social media because we'd never met in person. Right. But uh, but you were running for Halsted City Council at the same time that I was first running for Newton City Commission. Mm-hmm. And I gotta have respect for a guy that's trying to get out there. And I know you're. I mean, I I know that you were going through the same transition in trying to you know do all the things required that you could get elected and then be a benefit to your community. Right. So, so I had just respect, right. I reached I out talked to you. We talked a little bit or whatever and rooted for one another. And then we both lost. Right. And then, then we, we, we both turned around mm-hmm. and ran again. Right. And of course I was unsuccessful. It is. And uh, you were. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I remember just uh, that night, even in my own, you know, home watching the results or whatever, just thinking, ah, oh, Brody won. Yeah. That's pretty cool, I'm gonna have yeah. to congratulate Brody because that's good hard work, you know? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so not, not Facebook stalking you or anything, but we've, <laughs> you know, just just keeping an eye on local government, what's going on in Harvey County and stuff, you've mm-hmm. just always been an interest to me and I figured if I ever wanted to know anything about Halstead or what was going on in Halstead, I'd just come ask Brody, Absolutely. right? So big yeah. challenge, but it is what it is. Uh, so, so after all of this, and, 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 and I just, I would like to know, Why in goodness gracious, would you ever want to run for city council?
1: It'd been an interest. Politics in general has been an interest I've had for a a while. I think since I was a kid, probably. Um, You know, a lot of kids would sit there and read your goosebumps or whatever, and I'd pick up Newsweek. Like that was interesting to me. Um, And so there's always kind of that little interest there. Um, Once we moved to Halstead, I saw the community. I got introduced to the people there and, and just how great that little town is. I wanted to give back to it. You know, the the people there have given so much to me and my family that that I wanted to do something to give back to the community, and that that's kind of what motivated me to to try to run for office and get involved in everything. Very cool.
0: Very cool. Um, we uh, we could touch on just the whole con from the time that you filed right and mm-hmm. um, you had to learn how to do that you right. know and then somebody had to say yeah just be shown how to do that take the process go file run for an election the signs the flyers the mailers the right. knocking on doors the whole thing after you did all of that and you're there on election night first time mm-hmm. and you're watching the results come in What did that feel like when you realized that you just weren't
1: gonna win? I wasn't, I guess I wasn't thrilled to see that. I wasn't surprised by it either. Okay. Um, You know, that first election taught me a lot of lessons just about, you know, running for office and the things that you need to do to be successful in that. I focused a lot on social media in that that first election and it did a lot of good for me. You know, I only lost by I think five or six votes. It wasn't very many votes. Um, I focused a lot on social media with that first election. And that taught me, you know what? That's not enough. I need to go out. I need to do more. I need to put up signs and talk to people and, and, you know, get out and, and, and go up and down the streets and do yeah. all this stuff. Um, Step so, into that public life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All the requirements. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Yeah. There's just a lot of lessons I learned out of that first one. And, and I think that is the biggest, that there's always more work that can be done if you're running for office. Yeah.
0: There's always room to improve. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting with that. um, It's a very personal, uh, I'm not going to call it a game, but it's a very personal job Mm -hmm. because um, people, like you were saying, social media, I'm very active on social media. And I think for our generation, it's probably very fitting. Mm -hmm. And and, in the future, we'll show. That uh, I believe this. Mark my words. Quote me, whatever. Uh, that what what's going to happen with my generation and your generation is people are going to continue to consume the majority of their information on a social media platform of yes. some kind. And so then, um, but still, there is a large voting block of individuals who are not what we would say plugged into to social media. So mm-hmm. yeah, there is a balancing act, especially at this point of being younger. And realizing that the way we use communication amongst our age group and demographic is not the same, Mm -hmm. and you've got to go touch those those lives too, and that's that's a challenge for us, you know, as in 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 our our generation, you know, to to get that accomplished where that was something maybe older generations weren't so difficult to do, you know, just to get out there. Yeah. Um. So why did you run again? After you saw that, was it an immediate thing where you like the next day you woke up and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this again. Or did you take a step back and, and think, man, uh-uh, should I be doing this? Was there a point? I mean, what, you know, after you saw that, how long did it take you to realize, you know what, I'm going to do this again?
1: I think it's pretty instantaneous that, that I made that decision. Like I said, I, I didn't lose by very much yeah. that first time around. Um, and, I, and I felt that I still had something to offer, you know, I'd, I still had had opinions or a voice that needed to be out there. And so it's a pretty quick decision to turn around and run again and and do it.
0: Yeah. so Yeah. Stay in, stay involved. Stay involved. Yeah. Um let's go back to the second time that you ran. Mm-hmm. I I I I always go back to the night of the um election because mm-hmm. I know that it's it's a long process. You start here and you work and you work and you work and then you just wind up working more and more and more and more and more and more and more until mm-hmm. you get to that. It's very, this point, the, it, it, it is the night. So then all of these emotions are present, all this energy is present, all this hard work is present, mm-hmm. so you're going to have some high if you win or you're going to have some low if you win. Right. And so second time around, you're sitting there and it's become aware that you were successful. What, mm-hmm. what, uh, what did you think? So I went to bed
1: early on election night. I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't want to watch. You're like, oh, I'm not doing no, this again. I didn't stay up and watch the results. <laughs>
0: <Stop>. <laughs> I would have to admit that the last time, the third time that I, yeah, I pretty much was like ready to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> It's like
1: I. Uh, well, my, my phone started going off, I think at like 10 or 11, something like that with all these congratulatory texts. And, and I saw that and I was surprised, yeah. you know. Um, I did a lot more work this time around, you know, a lot more signs got put up and all this. Yeah. Um, but I, I was pretty happy with that, yeah. you know? So I, I put up a little Facebook post thanking everyone and then I went right back to bed. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's know. awesome. And, and, and
0: did you sleep in the next day? A
1: little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Say, it took a couple of days of like, <laughs> oh, finally I can have sleep again. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, my thought was at that point on election night, you know, I there wasn't anything else I could do yeah. to change the outcome. You know, the polls open at 7 a.m. and at that point in time, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have any other options, anything else I can pull out of the hat. So yeah. it, it is what it is at that point. Yeah, yeah. acceptance.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I gotta ask, okay, I gotta ask. If you wouldn't have won, would you just ran
1: again? I'm not sure. I think I probably would, but I'd probably give it a little more thought this time around, and and kind of try to figure out what what my flaws are, what I need to do better next time. Um, just kind of a more self reflection. Yeah,
0: yeah, good call. I I I would say this. Uh, uh, I think a good rule of thumb is is if you get less votes than you did the time before mm-hmm. you lost, then it's probably time to quit. So yeah. if anybody would like me to stop running for public office, just make sure I have less votes than I did the first previous three times. <laughs> okay. Just say that outright. Okay. Um, how, how is your overall experience being uh, a council member? I mean, y- mm-hmm. you, went in there, obviously you had your day, you swore in, you put your hand on the Bible I'm assuming and said, Hey, you know what, I'm going to do these people mm-hmm. right. Swear an oath. Right. Um, and then from there, how? How? Just, just. How's that overall experience from then to today? What's a common thing you want to give to people?
1: I mean, it's been a really good experience so far. It really has been. Um, it's a huge learning curve that comes with it. There's even in a town of Halstead size. You know, we only have two thousand people. Um, there's a lot that goes into running that city. Yes. And I, I think it's more than most people realize. Um, there's a tremendous learning curve that comes along with with a job over there and so i've been focused on just picking up all the information all the knowledge that i can and i'm you can't stop you know yeah. there's always new things that are going to come up or you know issues that come up that we need to learn more about and um it's it seems like a never-ending process yeah so.
0: yeah and everything is changing and evolving right constantly yeah. it's like i don't know i i was not paying attention to the halstead city um, budget mm-hmm. uh, with this new cycle. I was paying attention to Newton, and you might know what Newton chose to do and not, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, are are you guys dealing with the same kind of challenges because of inflation that that yeah. we are? Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Costs are going up for everyone. Uh, government and private sector that's that's pretty much a theme across the board yeah yeah Um, I
0: know in my education right now some of the biggest problems and hurdles people are trying to get over is this unprecedented unprecedented rate of inflation mm -hmm. um, that we're seeing in our day and age that is compounding so many problems when it comes to our consumerism and so governments alike I mean your gas Mm -hmm. is going up your groceries are going up and I, I mean I'm sure not everybody's government expenditures are going up but I would think pretty much
1: yeah <laughs> I yeah. mean
0: just your fuel cost alone to have all of your vehicles do the same thing they were doing mm-hmm. previously, yeah you know, so. yeah um what do you think is the biggest challenge that you personally have faced since taking office?
1: I think to go back to that last question is just the amount that I've had to learn um and you i still there's still days I can't keep everything straight, yeah, you know, um, just a lot of information that that I need to know and trying to retain all that and, and keep learning everything else as we go on has absolutely been my biggest challenge going into it.
0: Um, you, you've mentioned a couple times social media and I know I'm on social media quite a bit and, and sometimes social media doesn't present uh, people in their best light. Right. Um, and Newton, I know specifically, sometimes there's a lot of political discussion that can take place on social media about policies and things that mm-hmm. are taking place. Is Halstead similar to that? Not as much. Okay, so like if you throw something out on social media as as like, hey, we're doing this or that, or you're doing something to overall just kind of promote what you guys are doing as a council, that uh, you don't have people just getting on there and then sowing a lot of maybe misinformation or things that they're not quite informed about?
1: We haven't seen as much of that. I think the biggest issue that we've seen recently where we had social media blow up was on the recycling. Uh, as a council, okay. we did away with recycling, okay. um, which I'd ended up saving people a little bit of money on their city bill. Yeah, um, But it was about a 50-50 split, and we saw a lot of feedback on social media about that one on, on both sides of the aisle. Fortunately, it didn't seem like it was... You know, personal attacks against particular council members. It was more focused on the policy, and And that's good. Yeah, Uh,
0: that's that's really the way that it's supposed to be. Is people can vocalize their opposition of a policy without making it personal. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be nice. That would be. be I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for that in my local community, just to be able to have intelligent, informed discussion without getting into. Um, defamation and personal attacks when you don't agree with somebody on policy, right? You know,
1: so. and I, I think it's an unfortunate way that our society is going on that right now, and that we are so focused on the person, right? Yeah. We're so focused on on a particular politician and how they're just the most horrible, evil person in the world, or whatever. Yeah, and we're not looking at the policy end of it. And yeah, I agree 110 that we would be in a lot better place as a as a nation if we could just have those honest you know the yeah. vulnerable discussions about a policy issue and not so much about this person's a horrible person yeah right yeah yeah yeah
0: and they're one and the same right you know I even find myself doing it right it's like mm-hmm. um like I've I've constantly if you know who I am um whether or not you're somebody who likes our current leadership for the state right now uh, I'm somebody that just doesn't mm-hmm. I don't I don't agree with that some of what that person says and it's okay to disagree, right? Mm-hmm. We can all disagree and people can agree with that and I can disagree and it's fine. We, we, we have our discussions and we have different beliefs, but I even find myself having to put myself in check to not attach the, what this person is on a public level with their policy that they're putting forth to say that they're probably a really nice yeah, mom. They're, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're probably love their husband tremendously mm-hmm. and is a good good wife or they you know love their grandkids they their grandma you know so mm-hmm. it's like we 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 have a way of dehumanizing people which which yeah. interestingly in a community the size of Holstead, is difficult to do mm-hmm. to dehumanize people because it's such a tight-knit small community but yet in a community the size of like Newton or larger it's very very easy because you may not be able to walk up or even know who your city council person is right yeah yeah, yeah. that's
1: interesting I, I kind of remind myself that you know, even the even though I might disagree with this person, you know, they're still doing what they believe is best, you know, for yeah. the community. And even though, yeah, like you said, I I might disagree with with what they're doing, doesn't mean they're a bad person. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I'll tack you on the on the policy as aspect of it. Um, what's the most enjoyable or memorable thing that you can take away so
1: far? Just being able to sit down and talk with people. You know, hearing the, the stories that people have to tell hmm. and how the decisions that we make have an impact on them. Um it, it really helps to put things in context. You know we look at a budget spreadsheet and we see all these numbers. Well, these numbers actually have an impact on on how this person might live. Hmm. Um and so that's been a it's been a really good experience having having those discussions with folks. Hmm. Yeah, that is. That's
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I can say it it weighs on my heart too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're thinking, man, there are people that are affected by this. And, and even when we're talking, what we seem to think in our relative life, that small number, uh, might be a big number, maybe Mm -hmm. a number somebody can't come up with, you know, um, moving on. Cause you're the elected official, uh, as a council member, just at, just in your personal opinion, I, I'm not saying that, you know, you're speaking on behalf of all C- Halstead City Council. You know, get that claim out there. This is just Brody. Right. Uh, what do you believe is the city of Halstead's biggest challenge right now as a community?
1: You know, it's hard to pick just one. Um, we have street issues that we need to deal with. Okay. We, have, we have a lot of streets that need to be repaired or replaced. Um, and along with that comes some infrastructure issues. You know, we've, we're going to have to put up, I suspect we'll have to do a bond issue at some point to deal with our wastewater treatment plant, make some upgrades on that. Um, mm. The perennial issue with Halstead is the hospital, the old hospital over there that, that isn't being used. And how do we as a city deal with, with that private property? You know, mm. um, So there's, there's not just one thing that... That we can pick out. There's a lot of little things. in there. Well, not little, but there's a lot of things going on.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So, interesting. Not to interrupt you, but um, I just when you were saying when you were saying that and you, I asked what's the biggest challenge and you said that uh, well there's multiple challenges. I thought oh you don't want to say there's multiple challenges, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I mean I'm looking at what you're saying and I'm a, I'm agreeing with you mm-hmm. that it's almost like it's all the challenge if you really want to look at it in that way because it's a it's a math problem or it's a problem where you have to weigh everybody everybody mm-hmm. from you know the the youngest to the oldest the 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 poorest to the richest all of these people have to be considered in the pinnacle of this one let's say property that exists that you you know whatever's mm-hmm. happening with that and then you're dealing with private property rights and the intent mm-hmm. and what the you know the, That is that is challenging. Mm -hmm. No matter what, I think you could look at a lot of the decisions that elected officials have to make as a challenge to to themselves to make the right decision. Would you say that's kind of how you're looking at that challenge? The challenge is learn as much as I can about it. Do Mm -hmm. what's in the best interest for everybody. It weighs on your heart, your mind and your time. And
1: then that's a challenge that you got to dig deep. It is. And so much of it, it goes back to, you know, we have to pay for all this somehow, you know, how, we, how are we going to fund all this? You know, we only have so much money in the budget and it's all, a lot of it's divvied. I mean, it's all divvied up already between different departments. So if we want new streets, how do we, how do we pay for this? Mm. <clears throat> um, you know, do we raise taxes? Yeah, that's not a popular decision. It's not something I'd necessarily want to do. Um, but you know, how, how do we, pay for all these issues. And I think that's the big challenge, especially in a smaller community is, is funding everything that we need. Hmm.
0: Yes, it is a challenge. And even in Newton, it's a, I would consider it a small community and a big challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, a meal increase that they had uh, recently. Um, and that was a difficult one, mm-hmm. I think but a lot of it had to come back with the fact that they were challenged with how to make this budget work Mm -hmm. and because of a lot of it had to do with the increased costs that everybody's experiencing, what do you do? Do you just continue to let your roads dilapidate Mm -hmm. dilapidate? to the point uh, that they're not able to be resurfaced and have right. to be redone. I mean, there's a lot to that.
1: When it turns into, you know, the big question comes out to be, you know, if, if we have to start cutting, what services do we cut? You know, at some point we we start looking at, we're going to lose jobs. Yeah. You know, people, our neighbors are going to be out of work. Um, I think in Halstead we do a pretty good job of, of having a conservative budget. You know, Ethan Reimer, he's our city manager. He does a great job with all that. Um, and he's, he's kept things in line for us. He's done a really good job. Um, if we have to start cutting, where do we cut? Or what, or what do people want us to cut? Yeah, That's a big question.
0: Mm, That's a big question. Um, you know, you've, you've made a huge investment in Halstead, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a resident there, the whole thing. Uh, what does the future of Halstead look like to you?
1: I think we have a bright future. You know, I, I think we're poised for growth. In the future, um, we're, you know, we try to bring some industry in. We have a, a housing development on the south side of Halstead that the developers are doing a good job of developing. We're bringing new people to town. Um, so I think in the future, we're, we're gonna see Halstead continue to grow. You know, I don't it's, I don't know how big it's gonna get, um, but we, we have a lot of good things going for us over there. You know, For a small town, we have a grocery store, we have a hardware store, several restaurants. You know, there's a lot of good things that we have for us that are that are working for us right now well and yeah health ministries clinic over there right so i mean you have a clinic you know uh
0: that's attached to a greater network Mm -hmm. that bring you know seven technology or at the hospital right Right. um yeah it's interesting uh i guess i i i know that i'm gonna take a side road um when we talk about the future of halstead and uh you you mentioned some things that that make halstead attractive just um, do you personally think that people that are looking at Harvey County as a place to live should look at Halstead oh, and yeah. why? I yeah. mean, you, it's a good community. So it's a good, so.
1: co- what's well, a phenomenal community. It's, it's still a small town. You know, uh, we can go out and you run around town and you see people that, you know, and you can stop and talk for a while. People look out for each other. Um, great example. Uh, so my daughter, she has some health issues and, um, in 2019, we had to um, we had to see a bunch of specialists to try to get her, her issues sorted out. And our, our neighbors were looking out for us, you know her teachers and, and everyone and you know, we had people bring us food or you know, help us out with gas here and there to get to and from Kansas City. They weren't big, these weren't huge actions, right? But they were just neighbors taking care of neighbors. And it's these little things like that that I think is what makes Halstead such a great place to live. It's still a small town, and we take care of each other. And not to
0: say this is relevant, but uh, was this pre-Brody being a council member? Yeah, it was. So these are just people that are reaching out to help their neighbor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not doing it because you're the city councilman, and they want to help the city councilman. They just did it because you're their neighbor Mm -hmm. and their friend and in their community, had compassion on you and love and showed um just outreach to help you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in a time of need.
1: It is a phenomenal feeling, you yeah. know. You don't I don't think people ever expect folks to reach out like that. Yeah. Um but to have so many people come just to help us with little things. Yeah. That made a, a huge difference for us that year. So
0: Yeah, makes you want to work really hard for the people that yeah. you you're for. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Man, that's a good story, Um in your opinion, what's been the best thing about serving your community since you've been elected?
1: For me, I think there I just being able to give back, like I said, I I've had a lot of good come to me because of the people in the community there and, and just being able to do something that, that makes me feel good. Um, and I know people disagree with me and that's fine, but, um, just, just having that opportunity to give back has been the best thing for me. Yeah.
0: And we've, we've talked about stuff too, uh, in the past and I, and I, and I appreciate your, your honesty. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being informed in your community. It's like I said, you know, I, I know I'm informed about Newton, uh, city government. Mm -hmm. If, if there's something going on with the school board, I might have some things that, um, you know, but I'm gonna call right. some people that I trust that are are reliable sources to me and are credible that I can get more information to, to move forward with that. And I gotta say, you know, um I trust you and, and I'm glad that we've developed a friendship in which I'm looking at Halstead and saying, Well, what's going on in Halstead? I'm mm-hmm. gonna to talk to my buddy, Rody, right. and find out what, what challenges, what issues they're having, if, if if there's something where it could relate and somehow or another um, something could be mutually beneficial between Halstead and Newton, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I mean, is that, is that something that, that could happen? And I think that's a, a great way to look at Harvey County in general. I think uh, we need to have all of our communities firing on all cylinders, networking with one another to make Harvey County an attractive place to be.
1: We do. You know, we're, still in, in, we're still a small community. The county itself, we're still fairly yeah. small population-wise and i think it's beneficial that all of us work together where we can yeah you know, we we need to um cuz again we're all neighbors and it it only serves to help all of us if we can do that um, so the more that we can do that the better off we are
0: very good um as always we give our guests the last word mm-hmm. so brody you can say anything that's on your heart and mind sure. to anybody listening right now. What do you got for us?
1: Well, I, I guess first off, I appreciate the opportunity to come out and talk with you today. Um, I, I think my closing remark is that I would encourage people to go out and run for office. If you don't want to go run for office, find a way to get involved in your community. Hmm. Um, the, our communities are only what we make of it. And if if you can be involved, you can have a positive impact on on your community, wherever you are, that can only do good, you know? So I I just encourage everyone to get involved where they can.
0: Very good. Well, there you have it folks. And thanks for listening to this program. Good day, good night, or good riddance. Either way, we hope to catch you again. Tune out or tune in or tune out.